and this are we are we are we on now? now we're live. We're, we're live. Yeah, it's like All how right, that cool. other podcast starts. So, um, <laughs> this is Babylon podcast. Um, Freaking Babylon! Yeah. So, uh, if you listen to the previous podcast uh, or the previous episode, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, this is episode one. <laughs> um, so, we're gonna. I'm gonna go around and introduce everyone because. The last time it was just me and Joel talking in an empty room. Um, real talk, like we were just talking in Jan's old room. Um, now, there's a, now there's three of us. The voice. Three yeah. others. Um, so I'm Barry. Uh, I'm your host. Um, we got Will. You had All right, so before we do this, you had intros you wanted to do. Yeah, but it, I'll, I'll save it for when Wade's here, because Wade's was really funny. Okay, so we got Will. <laughs> Hello! Steven. Freaking Babylon! Josh. Howdy doody, neighbor, you know? What? Okay, stop. Cut the podcast. We gotta discuss this. What the heck was that? That's how I talk. Okay, well, are you sure? So, Barry, Stephen, Will. Do you want me to restart this? No, we're good. We're good. We're good. This is how we talk. Leave it all That's our editor and recorder, Joel. Thank you very much for doing it. The voice in the corner. Yeah, the awkward voice in the corner. So we're going to start out uh, just, we like to talk. Um, this is why we're doing this podcast. Um, and uh, I just, we want to go around, I can say words. Uh, we want to go around just uh, talk about a funny slash interesting story that happened to us this week. Um, so whoever wants to go first can just go first. You brought this up, so I figured you I had one. I have a story of the week. I didn't necessarily have one. I just thought it would be a good idea. I have one. Okay, well you go I, first. I have one off the cuff. One. So um, okay. it's, it's a... It's a Decent story. So, like, in February, so it uh, starts in February, I filed my taxes first week of uh, February, and uh, I was, like, excited because I was, like, I was going to get a decent amount of money back over, I'll say just, I don't want to, like, give personal details away, but it was over over a grand. Would you say Ooh. over 9,000? What a, what a rich man <laughs> over here. It was a decent tax Also, starting off the podcast well with tax talk. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, kind of. Now, so. Stephen, how did you file those taxes? <laughs> well, can you, can you list, you can you list the, the names of the forms that you filled out? <laughs> uh, I, I filed... or was it W-2? Yeah. I filed uh, W... Fours, I think they're called. No, W2. 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 Yeah, I didn't file W4s before. Um, that's a bad podcast. No, that's, that's, it's an actual thing. I, just I didn't know. Just, I didn't do any W4 work this year. Oh, uh, good, good. Just, anyways, filed my taxes. Uh, I filed an H&R block because I used to work there. Okay. Um, they were really nice. Um, the ladies that were there were like all excited to see me. They're like, hey, Steven. Oh, my goodness. And um, so the filing went well. I uh, got an email like a week in. Um, it was like, hey, like your refund's been accepted. Another week goes by and it was like, hey, your refund has been processed. And is, I, I signed up for direct deposit, so it was sent to um, my bank account. And so for the next five, 10 days, I just kept checking my bank account to see, you know, has it been put in and whatnot. And I, uh, I freaked out because after 10 days, which was much longer than what they said the processing was, my refund was not in my bank account. And I was like, what? So I do my diligence and at work, I pull out all my tax forms and I look at it and the direct deposit numbers were wrong on the tax Wait, forms. So they sent it to some random dude? So yeah, so some my- Some just got a grand. So now here's the thing, I just got this figured out this oh, week. No. So, I got I flipped out because I'm like, yo, this is over a grand worth of money, which for those of you listening, I am a broke college student, much like my friends here, so that's kind of a big deal to not have that. 
I still trust God, amen, you know, like, I, I was going to make it through, but, like, that's still a, a huge piece. So, um, I, like, call H&R Block, I'm like, yo, what the heck, why is it like this? And they're like, you got to call the State Department of Revenue, and they can, like, run a refund trace to see where it went. So, it's like, okay, so I'll call them. I called them, and they're like, well, we can't run a refund trace until March 21st, because that's 30 days after your refund has been processed. I'm like, why would you wait 30 days after... After my money is gone, like, I don't know about you, but if I'm some random person who so ends up with that... so profoundly spent yeah. by the time 30 days <laughs> exactly. have passed. So I'm like, what? So this week, March 21st comes up. I think that was Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I go to H&R Block, um, and I'm like, hey, so this is wrong. And they're like, oh, because you filed for direct deposit and because you didn't pay for the filing up front, a direct deposit is to us first. And then we take the fees out, and then so we send it to So they took and spent your money. So it was theirs. But I also got a letter from the IRS saying that I didn't file for my health insurance when I originally did my taxes. That's why it hadn't processed. So we got that all taken care of. We faxed it to the IRS. I was, like, hugely relieved. So within the next week, I'll actually get my tax refund. But for an entire month, I was, like, panicking, thinking that some weirdo in, like, Wyoming had... <laughs> over a thousand dollars. The Unabomber used your money to buy money. anthrax. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say, did you think like ISIS got your money? Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, so I could have remember, easily been supporting. Remember all those uh, video games I bought the other week? Fool, <laughs> 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 it was me all along. We did a refund chase, and it wound up with the IRA. Your money is now. It was I that stole the money? <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. mind if my. Well, that's kind of wait. I what? I wouldn't mind if my car was car bomb because it's oh. insured and I can oh. get my car. Oh, I bet you wouldn't mind if I funded car bombs. Look, I put a huge as long as I'm, investment as long as I'm in car bombs, all right? It's in the uh, car bomb industry. I mean, it's it's blowing up. As long as I'm not in my car. <laughs> what happens. No, no one, one, yo, no one all right. hurt. Speaking but of blowing up, I got another story I want to tell after we do this because this happened a long time ago, but I guess I can go next. Um, <clears> so I was, well, I mean, it was Wednesday, and I, I went to go work out after class, um, and um, I was doing shoulders, and the shoulder machine is, like, right by the TV. It's like every time I'm on a break, I kind of, like, look up because they always have their sports networks on and stuff. And there was just one mm. sports show that was talking about um, this slapping competition in Serbia. Um, and That's the most what? Serbian thing I've ever heard. No, because the track sits in an alley. Yeah, so, like, so, they, so it's these two dudes who are like commentating over over top of like the video of these two dudes um, in the Important competition. Important question: Was the commentary in Serbian? <laughs> no, it was in English. Um, and so they uh, these two dudes walk up, and the first thing that they happen is they you know they shake hands. There, there's a table that they each stand across from. And uh, there's a judge who, like, you know, I don't know what he did, but, like, he looked over them and made sure they were not wearing any rings or something. And then he, like, waves his hand, and they both just take off their shirts. One dude is incredibly buff, like, one of the buffest dudes I've ever seen in my life. And the other dude is not. He's the fattest, one of the fattest dudes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this big beard. Um, he looks Sorry. like the classic nerd ne neck beard. Why are they um, shirtless? I don't know. It's Serbia. So, Serbia. Yeah. So, so they, they put their they put their hands on the table, and one dude gets to slap the other dude. Um, and when you're being slapped, you can't move your hands. So uh, the buff dude, he, he slaps him, and the fat dude, he just he takes it, and then he stares the dude down. <laughs> and the next thing that happens is this dude, the, this, uh, this dude, neckbeard, I'm going to call him neckbeard, uh, he takes his, his hand. He's his competitor. 
he takes his hand and he puts it on the dude's cheek. It's like he caressing the cheek. Yeah, he caresses the cheek and then he kind of like winds up like a golf swing, you know, yeah, when yeah. they do practice swings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he he wings back and smacks the mess out of this dude. This dude falls on the ground and like wipes out in one hit. I was like, what? Like, what did you just do to this? Come on, man over here. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like a trebuchet shot. Like it's also it's yeah. just all that tension and weight pulling back. And then just releasing <laughs> forward. Yeah. That's also like an eating competition where you don't, it's like the fat guy's not the one you expect to be the guy who's yeah, laptop. It's, skinny Japanese dude. it's like the does. skinny Japanese guy is the one who like wins yeah. the eating competition. What's his name? <laughs> like, oh, what is the hot dog dude's I'll name? I'll look it up. Uh, Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut, yeah. Uh, it's Joey Chestnut yeah. currently, but like. Yeah. Of the hot dog I only know that Japanese. because I heard, I literally heard about that like yesterday. Like somebody, some random person was talking about that like in Russell House, and I overheard that. Wait, anyways, wait. So I literally have no, I have no previous like. Anyway, so knowledge so of that. Back to, back to yeah. the topic. Before we get too far away from car bombing, mm. um, <laughs> when I was in yeah, when I was in back. high school, um, I took Latin, um, and I took Latin like all throughout high school. And so my junior year, my Latin teacher. Um, was he car was bombed? Also, no, he was also not a Bama fan. He told us, like, we were like, hey, so you know how, like, in Spanish, like, classes, they always, like, have over the summer they get to go to Spain or whatever? Like, why don't we ever get to go to, like, Greece or Italy? And he goes, uh, he goes, I did that once. It was the worst thing in my life. Let me tell you why. So he proceeds to tell the story of the one time he took his <clears throat> class to Greece and Italy. Um, so it starts out with they get this massive layover um, in Germany, in Berlin. Um, and so he's like in Berlin and he's got like 20 students. And so he's like freaking out trying to like keep track of all the students. And you realize these four dudes are just missing. And so he spends like four hours trying to find these dudes, finds them in the casino across the street, just gambling it up the whole time. <laughs> left so, the airport? That's yeah, incredible. they left the airport for gambling. So then he's like, what the heck guys, like get on the plane. Um, and they go, they get to Athens and he describes the fact that hotels, in Italy and like Europe, it's a very different rating system than America. So a four-star hotel in Greece was like a motel here, like oh, a Motel man. Six kind of thing. So they show up and they're late and like everything's going bad um, and everyone's upset and he's like, all right, he's gotta go to sleep. So he walks into his room and he's about to go to sleep and he gets a call on the phone. Um, he, one of the students is like, hey, uh, there's no bed in our room. And he's like, what the heck? So like, he has to solve that problem. So then. He, he solves that problem. He tries to go back to sleep, immediately gets another call. He's like, hey, there's no shower head in our room. And he goes, what? So he goes in, and these two students have, like, walked in. Yeah, it's just a hose. And they decided, like, like hey, we're going to take a shower and then call Mr. Blackburn. So, like, it's flooded and everything. And he goes, what the heck? So, like, they get him moved to a different room. He, got, he goes, tries to go back to sleep. And he goes, he gets another call. Hey, uh... Our ceiling's flooded. It's the it's the room under the one that doesn't have a shower. I'm not this kidding. This ties in so, so perfectly in my story that we continue. So, so uh, he he takes care of that and he goes, all right. No one call me again. Like he goes to sleep. About two a.m. He gets like the building starts shaking and um he wakes up and there's just this pillar of fire outside. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he, goes, he goes, what the heck is this? They all rush outside. Turns out there's some government official that got car bombed like, outside the hotel. Um, Why is the government official at this crummy hotel? Oh there was a four-star hotel. Four star. So, so that's not the end of the story. So then, like, they spend the week in Greece. He's like, whatever. Um, like, the last day in Greece, yeah, he's walking out the window, and he sees one of his, two of his students playing hacky sack um, in the street. No, with their passport. What? <laughs> 
and this dog just <laughs> grabs the passport and runs. <laughs> so then, I don't know. So don't then like, so then he has to spend an extra week in Greece with this one student trying to get a passport back after everyone flew back home. Idiot. Oh my god. I don't like. This is one of those stories that I would love to like call him back and verify that this all happened, but like. I'm pretty sure he forgot I existed because I wasn't the greatest I'd seen. Mm. But yeah, that's my car bomb story. <laughs> we went on. I asked Patrick Young if that's how Greece was because that's where he was playing basketball. I want to see if like that's how it is. All when time. I when I chaperoned the India trip, we told all the teens who were on the trip, "I'll like listen. If you lose your passport, you'll be killed by the natives, and there's nothing I can do to it's save India. you." Yeah. No, wow. it's India. No, like, like, it's not like seventeen hundreds like oh, backwoods Virginia country. Yeah, but like I told them, like we're gonna leave you, and you'll be murdered by the locals. Like so, people was guarding their passports with their lives. Man, so stories. Crazy. Yeah. All right. So my story years. of the day, right? So me and Josh are both. Resident mentors or like RAs for our our at a at a university at a university <laughs> and it's not no, yeah, it's not we're at Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> yeah we're smarter than that <laughs> got them. but so I'm I'm on call right so I have like the I have this on call phone and I'm like if there's an emergency they know to call this phone phone's been quiet all night I'm just chilling sitting in my room this is when everyone's moving back in for spring break right this yeah. is like last week it's Sunday uh, so okay. yeah so that's in the middle so, of so I'm just chilling. Um, am I doing homework? I, I think, honestly, I'm watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Hulu. But so I get a knock on the door, and I go and answer it, and it's one of my residents. She's like, our ceiling is leaking. And I'm like, what do you expect me to do about this? Like, I'm not a plumber. This, like, I was like, did you just put a bucket down? She's like, no, come see. And I come and see. And there's like a fluorescent light right in the middle of the ceiling, and water's pouring out of it like a shower. And so I'm like, ah! And so my first thought was like, I'll throw a towel down, like grab a bucket, do something like that. But then as we're like throwing a bunch of towels on the floor, I have this, I freeze and I have this thought, where's the water from? I'm like, no, no. So I turn, I literally turn 180 and she, she's like, where are you going? I'm like, where's the water from? And as I run up the stairs and I get to the room, one floor above her room and the door's open. The, the hallway's already, water's collecting in the hallway. Water's about three inches deep in this room. And this poor freshman is in there shoveling, like piling towels up against the door to his bathroom. And the water's like spurting through the cracks on the sides. He's, he's a sweatpants are rolled up. His shirt's rolled up. He's drenched. He looks like a sailor trying to stop a ship from sinking. He's like, ah! And he's like shouting to the hallway, bring me towels! And someone in the hallway, like half the people in the hallway are running back and forth with towels, like random people's towels. And then there's this one joker just standing there with a Bluetooth speaker and his phone Snapchat videoing it. And he's blasting that song by Zach Brown Band, Knee Deep in the Water. I'm like, you suck! Get out of the hallway! And so we're like running around, and then I, we're doing this, we're doing that. Water's everywhere. Ended up like the whole building got flooded. It sucked, but that was funny. Oh goodness gracious! Did he leave his water on or something? Or was something no, broke? it turned out that he hit the flush on his toilet, and the the pipe that like put the water in the toilet like popped open and just started spurting water out like nobody's business. Oh my goodness. And so then rather than like try to stop it at the source. He panicked and ran out of the bathroom and closed the door. And the bathroom started to flood. The water was running in under the crack. So then he was like, I'll shove a towel under the crack. But then it like built up pressure and it was coming through the sides. It was, it was so bad. So bad. Oh it, took, my God. it took the maintenance people like 
probably 40 minutes to cut the power, like cut the water supply to the toilet. Oh and by then the damage had been done. People were in the lobby and like a ceiling tile fell and a bunch of water came out and they're like, ah! Oh man, that's so, hilarious. Yeah, that was an L. You got one, I do have a story. So my story, I hate group presentations. Mm. Don't we all? I love them because I don't have to do anything. Their group handles it. Well, you're so, the worst kind of person. <laughs> you are. So <laughs> I'm in this class about Latin American politics. Dang. And this group is presented, and we think, oh, it's gonna be a normal group. And this, and then things go off the rails. Okay. Okay. A dude comes up. He's wearing blue jeans. Okay. A blue button down. That's a different color from the blue jeans. Okay. And a and a light blue tie. So there's a lot of blue going on here. None of the blues match. Wait, okay. is this the day of the presentation? Yes. Okay. He is presenting. He's wearing this to present. Okay. 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 This is not acceptable, I guess. No. Oh, no. This is... He's trying to look like a professor, but uh, it looks but like... But he looks like a student dressing like a professor. He, he looks like he just stumbled out of a Goodwill. Ah. Oh, man. Oh, the random, the random formal. Well, it, it's just because, like, the blues don't match. Mm. Right. But that's not the main point. So this dude hijacks the whole group presentation. But then it gets to this point where we're like his presentation's talking about like the development of like indigenous rights. Okay. And so then he says the word Indian. Okay. Was it followed by reservations? No. We're not doing Don't ever say the R word on this podcast. <laughs> so he so, says the word Indian. But this is Latin American class. Right, and which is besides the point. Yeah. But then he's like, crap, I just pulled a racist. You see him look w on this face. I pulled a racist. And so then he's like, let me walk that one back there. And then... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then he said, Indian. He leaned into it and put a J <laughs> no, in there. Then he said, I don't want to be an Indian giver. So this dude keeps on doubling down. Man. That's like extra racist. Yeah, man. he keeps on doubling down on this. On the, he forgot he's being racist, <laughs> so he doubles down on the racism. Oh my goodness! And so, I mean, by accident. And so then he's like, "Crap, I did it again." <laughs> so yeah. then he's literally like about to like. The man is balding, so you can see the top of his head, and get it was shiny. red. Get a little, get a little sweat. Don't, don't look at me like this. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I have I time. I didn't say anything. I just mm -hmm. I wanted to keep it quiet. <laughs> but anyway. it was red. Mm -hmm. he, he, looked, he looked ridiculous, and he keeps on going, because he keeps on like, I'm not a racist. I didn't mean to say it. And so he gets flustered, and for three minutes, he's like, no, really, I didn't mean it. And like, no one cares. And then he was admitted to the American Congress. And that man <laughs> was Donald J. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Cut that. Yeah, Wait, that's fine. Right, we can no, be no, political, no. right? Uh, Poli no, why are we no, political? We said we weren't going to be political. That's not political. That's that's just comedy. That's comedy. Uh, Trump would do that too. Yeah. Anyway, we're there. We're there. It doesn't match. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, those are good. I saw Beto O'Rourke too. Nice dude it. looks like a dad. I who? What? Wait, who Beto O'Rourke. That doesn't sound like a real person. <laughs> no, he, he's the dude like from Texas. He, he ran against Ted Cruz. Sure. Interesting. Wow. I, I took that. So I uh, I took that uh, anagram. Of like thing. the chart personality. Thing. Thing. Yeah, the personality yeah. thing. So I'm a two W three. Um, what does that mean? I'm a person two. So it's uh, a, a helper. It's a helper. 
Yeah, it's a, it's like a personality type. It's like Myers Briggs. I know. But uh, anyways, there was one, there was one thing, like one of the questions. So literally, it has like two words on like either side, and it has like that SAT thing where it's like seven buttons, like mm-hmm. kind of this, very this, you know, neutral, whatever, and you like pick which side, and it said unpolitical and political, on like either side, and I looked at it and I was like. Yeah, not very political. Mm-hmm. Like back back in the day in high school, like I would have absolutely put a seven, like very political, like endowed. At the at this point, like I just do not care, like mm-hmm. at all. Like I've reached a point, like in my discipleship, where I'm like, there's never gonna be a person in power that fully represents what we stand for, like as a church. So all we can do is what? just support who real, is. Real quick, that, you know? that serious point. I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to laugh at an awkward time, but I was just out of curiosity. I looked up the the people who I may know who have the same personality type as me, and it's like Bill Gates, Christian Stewart, Rene Descartes. Then you scroll, uh, Amon Targaryen from Game of Thrones. Like, oh, that, that's an important person to know. Yes, Neo from The Matrix, <laughs> the guy from Alias. And then the girl from Big Bang Theory. Wait, which one? There's like three, mm-hmm. aren't there? There's multiple girls in the Big Bang Theory. I don't know. I've never, one, I've never sat there. The one with the glasses. The one with the glasses, yeah. Leslie. Leslie. Okay, the one with the glasses. Oh. Apparently, Leslie? Leslie's the blonde one, I thought. No, Leslie's, Leslie's the character from Parks and Rec. Clearly, none of us have ever seen Big Bang Theory, first of all. Anyway, so. I watched Scrubs instead. So, here's the thing I don't normally want to talk about DD and Magic. But mm, we are pretty big nerds, though. We are pretty big nerds. Um, we, ah! we those played, of you who don't care, skip ahead. 20 yeah, minutes. we played Thursday night. Forty-five and minutes later, we're we're doing a pirate campaign, and Will is the captain of the ship, but he couldn't make the session. I I, I wasn't um, there. So you have no reason. No, um, I had reasons. I had other stuff going on. We um, there may have been a mutiny, and Jared may be our new captain. What? Um, <laughs> Listen, I said. I said one thing when I became captain. Well, two things. First thing was, I'm the daggum captain. No one else is the captain. The second thing I said was, I'll die before we go back to Manicar. So if oh. you finish this by saying that we're going to Manicar. We went to Manicar. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Literally, you had one job. All you had to do was broker a peace treaty between the giants and the ogres. Literally, the only it's so simple. Yeah. They so did we, that. We finished did? that and then sailed to Manicar and Jared became the captain. Why? I don't remember. Um, there's no gold in it for me, so. Oh, and then we, there's this weird disease, and only alcoholics don't get sick. So we went to a bar, and there's this fake person uh, who, like, perfect health. who, like, <laughs> still, like, takes, like, she stores her alcohol in, like, the shadow dimension. And so for some reason, we were all tired, I don't know why, but we started, like, roasting her about the purity of her alcohol and whether it was organically sourced. Um, and we became, like, the FDA for this person. Uh, uh, do you wonder if, like, alcohol... Never mind. Yeah. Do you wonder if alcohol... Uh, so here's the thing. You're the DM, and we haven't finished that puzzle, so I wouldn't I was say gonna, anything. I was going to ask if alcohol could be organic, but then I realized yes. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Okay, okay, okay look, I don't know. I'm so, not a brewer. Well, Theseus, is this ethically sourced <laughs> wine? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't got to know about booze. What have y'all, what have y'all been watching lately? That mm. is weird, is not weird, just lately. 
I'll start. Oh, so I went, I went to an independent theater here uh, in the town we live in. So wait, I just for some context, most of us are like popcorn munching, like watch the Marvel movies kind of people, and then Josh over here watching like every Oscar nominated movie and watching all these like <laughs> all these artsy independent movies that are allegedly good. So this was an allegedly good artsy movie. It wasn't good. It was the uh, most Polish movie I've ever seen. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, I'll explain it. Yeah, for those of us who have never been to Poland, <laughs> I've never been to Poland. Okay, so, so walk me through a Polish film. So, after <laughs> World War II, during the era of Soviet occupation, check mark. Okay. About Polish folk singers, check mark. Okay. Sad so lovers who keep on getting separated. Okay. Check mark. Someone, there's a single person listening to this who's like, this is the perfect movie. <laughs> Jazz. For that Check single, mark. For that single person, you're my favorite person. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Just listen Watch to the podcast. <laughs> Black <laughs> and white. Check. The name of the movie is Cold War. Oh, I didn't see that. Check mark. <laughs> Literally, it's just, it's just being sad. Did they the even film. have the Cold War in Poland? What? Okay, I'm not a history buff, so I can't. Wait, wait, wait. Poland was on the east side of the wall. Oh. They were communists. east side of Chicago. Are you quoting the song, uh, Leroy Brown? Bad. What? I'm quoting something. I've heard east side of Chicago before. I don't know what it's from, though. Continue your story about Polish film. 